Hello, welcome to PA Traveler Podcast. As always, I am your host, Kenny Dodson, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Charlie. Charlie, hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. A little stuffed up. I just uh, got done mowing some lawn. Ugh, allergies. Yeah. Tis the season. Tis the season, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest this evening. We have a man that goes by Topo Ranger on Instagram and YouTube, I believe. His name is Brett, and he is uh, self a self-proclaimed explorographer. I'm not sure <clears throat> if that's an actual term or you made that up, but uh, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and a little bit about what an explorographer does. Well, my name is Brett. I, I grew up here in New York, Pennsylvania, and um, uh, explorographer is a, it's a word that I just kind of made up because it really... I wanted to, I like to explore, but I also do like to do videography and photography, but that's a little bit bulky. So I thought, well, how can I combine all those? And I said, well, maybe I'll just call myself an explorographer. So that's where that term comes up. I like it. I, made, I probably made that up like a month ago, but yeah, I, I don't know if it sounds good or not, but you know. It does. No, it does. It, sounds it awesome. really does. <laughs> it sounds very prestigious. What's that? It sounds very prestigious. Yeah, really. Okay, see that I, I wouldn't think that, but yeah, <laughs> because I wanted to. The thing I like to emphasize is that um, with what I do is I'm not so much a, a a photographer or an explorer as I am just somebody um, who likes to document stuff. So uh, I was thinking about this earlier, and um, some people would say, oh, "Are you a photographer?" And I'd, I'd say, "No, I don't really consider myself to be a photographer." I mean, sometimes I can take good pictures, but I'm more interested in just going out there, documenting stuff that I think is interesting and then just bringing it to people. So sometimes if I see something that's really cool, but the lighting is off or uh, something else is wrong with it, I'll still take a picture and I'll, I'll try to tweak it as best I can, but uh, I'll still share the picture because it's what's interesting, not so much. Uh, whereas a photographer, it's all about the image, the image, the image. Um, I mean, if I can get a good image, I'll get it. But if I can't, I still like to share stuff. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really, um, I wouldn't call myself a, a pure photographer or videographer. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I noticed your account originally, uh, simply because of the content. I mean, it said oh. in, in your like bio line, hiking tunnels, waterfalls, caves, springs, ruins, rivers, geology, and more. And, and Kenny started drooling immediately. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you're into all this. Well, yeah, obviously, if you follow, yeah. Well, just the cool thing about that is you don't see that too often. You don't, I mean, you see some dedicated like urban exploration accounts or whatever, right. but you know, what you're doing is things that I've never even heard of. Like, I, I made a map of like 5,000 points of interest on Pennsylvania and stuff that you've done isn't on it. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. Uh, yeah, like some of the pictures I was taking, I was like, "Where is that?" and and that's how we got to talking because I had no idea where you were uh, at the time. <laughs> so, so well, that's I, mean, I take that as a compliment because I like to, I like to, I like to go to places that other people have been to, but I also like to take people to places that I, I like that are sometimes out of the way or different. Um, so I. I I think that's, I guess that's a good thing. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And and that's a, kind of what I wanted to focus on a little bit uh, in this is more about the off the beaten path that some of the things that you've done that a lot of people probably haven't. Um, okay. And, you know, I, and the one time I said like, you're very brave 
for doing some of the things that you do. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so I guess we can just kind of dive into that. Uh, one of which was caves. And are you kind of part of that caving community? I, I, um, I started caving when I was a teenager and, uh, over the course of my life, cause I, um, I've been in and out of, I did about 10 years uh, where I, that's all I did. That was, I was obsessed with it when I was a teenager, early twenties. And then I moved somewhere where I didn't really have access. And then later on I got back into it. I got back into the community, but then I wound up having a couple of kids and that kind of pulled me away <laughs> again. Cause I didn't, I didn't have time, you know, I didn't have a lot of time, but now I'm kind of getting very back into it because um, I, 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 that's one of my first, uh, caving and, and water, but free diving or, or, or scuba diving. Um, that's like one of my, those are one of my two things that resonate the most with me throughout my life. Um, but now that I'm doing, uh, you know, making these videos, I've done maybe three or four different, uh, Topo Ranger episodes that deal with caves, but, uh, caving for the most part, if you want to go see things that are, are, are really interesting and cool, and and uh, and you want to get access to a lot of the caves, you know, you can't do it by yourself. So uh, I I wish I could share more of that, and I can, but I you have to kind of reconnect with the community, and um, which is fine because I I love cavers. I am one, you know what I mean. They're they're a great bunch of people, and I have a local grotto. They're the 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 national organization is called the NSS, and then there's these little grottos. Each place has a grotto, and when I was a teenager, I joined the York Grotto, and it still exists. Um, so that's the one I'm going to be going through. So, and I know I know some people there from before when I was, you know, into it, like right, right when I had when I had my children, started having my children. Um, but in order to really take that part of the vi the videography farther, I, you know, I have to hook up with people who know how to cave who. Uh, who are hooked up with landowners because a lot of the a lot of the really uh, interesting stuff in Pennsylvania is uh, on private property. Uh, a lot of it is gated, and uh, cavers, um, at least in this part of the country, I don't know about everywhere, but they they can be kind of clannish and uh, they don't like sharing too much information with the general public because if if there's been experiences in the past where. Uh, certain caves get destroyed and there are some caves that are very popular. They're on public land, you know, uh, like the one episode I did in a wind cave in Lancaster County, you know, that's on Google maps. If you're looking, you can see it right there. And, um, there are quite a few caves like that, that have been destroyed by people who don't, you know, they just go in there and I don't even know why I, I can't relate to that, but so they, you know, they, they don't want to, um, they're kind of like, and there's never, it's hard to describe. There's never been that many real cavers. I think there's about 10,000 in the whole country. And they, I wouldn't say they're secretive. They're just, you know, they don't want people ruining these, these caves. So they're protective. Not, yeah. They're protective of it. And, um, and they interface with the landowners a lot of the time. And, you know, those relationships are very important to the caving community. And, uh, and like I said, a lot of access will go through. I mean, I recommend anybody who wants to get into caving more than just, you know, go into your local place that, that you know of to join a grotto because then you can really learn and you, and you can also, you know, once you're kind of in, then you can get into projects and then you can, you, you get to go to different caves. You know, the best caves that I've been to in Pennsylvania, by far, most of them are caves that you really only can 
to go see if you're a member of a router. Yeah, one time, <laughs> it's funny that you bring up the they don't want you to share things because mm-hmm. uh, I shared about, I won't even say the cave for this reason. I don't I don't know if I deleted that post, but I probably should uh, now that you say that. But it was a, a cave in central PA. And I mean, it's on the map. Like you said, it's well known. And I figured, oh, this is just a cool destination. I didn't know there were like <laughs> reasons to not share it or whatever. And I, I shared it and it got like, uh, 250 shares. It, it was like, and yeah. and I just started the page, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" Because everything yeah. else was like two, right? And and right. and all these people were super excited about it, and the person uh, who was like in charge of it or something was kind seemed kind of mad about it. He was like, "Oh, if you're gonna go, be responsible and other stuff," but he did seem like legitimately not too happy. It was, it was like a, right. in between, it's like, yeah, come see it, but don't, you know? So, yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's a, that, yeah, that's exactly what it can be like because, you know, and for good reason, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's something I got to think about, but you know, it, but what originally what I was back to what I was originally saying, you know, like I love, I enjoy, I'm so interested in the caves that I really want to want to kind of share that with people that might follow me or whatever, but I want to do it in a way that's not, that is, um, that's not stupid, you know, <laughs> like responsible. Yeah. yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of people are interested in caves, but will never go in them themselves because they're scared of them or they think it's crazy. And, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, I, I follow uh, a lot of cavers on uh, Instagram and, and caving, you know, hashtags. I mean, there's, there's tons of, media out there about caves but like i said a lot of the a lot of the locations uh you know they they keep a relatively tight lid on you know so so i don't you know and i haven't done a lot of that yet so i don't know i don't know how that would how that would go but you know that's why i like to do many different types of things so and that's actually how i got into tunnels because when i first started uh i was uh i you know i was like i gotta do some caves but you know there's only this area um, of Pennsylvania has quite a few, but like I said, a lot of them are, are you can't get access to. But tunnels are kind of like caves. They're a little bit different, but they're they're everywhere. So I was like, I just want to get underground and you know get that vibe a little bit. So I started uh, exploring tunnels because I didn't really get into those before, but now I'm actually really into them because it's uh, it's kind of a similar environment, but it's different in a way. So um, and you know a lot of those go right in. Okay. What's the strangest thing you've come across in a tunnel? Um, I, uh, the, that tunnel, I, I did find, I found this big ball of foam once in a tunnel down by, it's a, there's a picture of it on my, uh, on my Instagram feed. It was, um, it was just, the, it accu- you know how there's, sometimes there's foam in streams it accumulated at the back end of this tunnel and it was like this. I have pic- yeah, pictures of it. It was a, just a big, it looked like a giant tongue. And it was just kind of sitting at the back of this 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 tunnel down by um what's down by the Muddy Run Pump Storage Facility, uh, Whistler Run Park. That's what it's called. Yeah, down Whistler Run Park, which is in Lancaster County, which is a really nice park there. Yeah. What are the and all, other stuff? You know, all kinds of weird ruins and uh, I, I don't like. There's a lot of people that do tunnels and stuff on Instagram and on. I don't like going into uh, 
the ones that are super like really super sketchy or messy or you know like under cities and stuff like that i like the ones that are more clean and kind of out in the woods and nature you know well what are the purpose of those well a lot of the ones uh a lot of the ones around here are are culverts which are basically um it, uh, a culvert is a is a tunnel that takes a stream underneath a railroad track or a railroad bed. Like there's this, uh, I don't know if you guys know about the Enola Low Grade Trail, which is a, a, a very popular trail in Lancaster County. It runs from Turkey Hill the whole way down to the Holtwood Dam, and then it goes inland there. But there's a lot of really cool culverts there, and the, and the reason they're cool is because they're they're really old, and they built these beautiful they used to build tunnels and culverts with this beautiful masonry you know what i mean bricks and rocks and cut stone and and now it's just you know concrete too so these old tunnels these old culverts have a have a lot of character that that new tunnels don't have and uh they come in different shapes and different sizes and different lengths and you know some of them are kind of spooky some of them are not you know so you go into these things and it's 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 dark and there's usually there's a stream in there so you get sounds you get the visual. It, it's like an old, it's almost like going beneath an old castle or something. It's just a very uh, um, atmospheric place. And I think that's what I like about it. It's uh, it's very, it's different than caves, but it's very atmospheric. So, and it's good for taking pictures. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the pictures yeah. you posted were really cool. Um, just to quickly go back to caves. Uh, you said that you need to kind of like the, the kind of caves you can explore in these groups. Are they pre-explored by other people generally? Like you guys don't go to, do you go to the new ones that you just go, Hey, no one's ever been in this <laughs> before and go down in that. Um, I have. And if you kind of get uh, a lot of people get drawn into caving, they'll, they'll go to the local cave that's in their area that everybody knows about. And then they'll want to go to more, they'll wind up joining a grotto, which is a good thing to do. They join the grotto and then the grotto has access to more caves but a lot of times they're also doing what's called project caving which is where they try to dig into caves they try to take a known cave and and find more passage they 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 survey caves um they basically just look for new caves and back when i first got into caving you know uh that's kind of where i just gravitated towards that and i was here so i just spent you know countless hours and days walking around in this area looking looking for new caves and i did i have found some and that's for some people that's like the ultimate um the ultimate thrill of caving is to discover a new cave and uh a lot of projects evolve from that so um yeah people do some people are obsessed with that i mean some people who get really they go really good deep down the rabbit hole so to speak oh, i'm sure that's all they do that they're just project cavers. They don't. They don't go to caves like, oh, this is a cool cave. Let's go see that. They just. They just. They're just project cavers. So, um, when you find a new cave, do they name it after you? Uh, I, you can name it. I think it depends on how you find how you find it. If you find it pretty much, you know, on your own accord or you know by your own efforts, you can name it whatever you want. Hmm. Some some are named for the landowners. Um, one of the funny things I, I used to remember about cavers is they like to give really bizarre names sometimes two <laughs> caves and passages and cave, my experience has been that cavers as a whole have really good a really good sense of a really good uh, sense of humor and they're a little sick and twisted but in a good way you know what I mean? <laughs> uh 
and they like to uh, name their passages some pretty funny, you know, sometimes graphic things. But uh, yeah, you can, I, you get you get to name. And usually, I like my experience was the name of a certain passage. A lot of times, comes about by what happens while you're first exploring it, or um, things like that. And yeah. yeah, before we leave that topic, uh, well, one thing about caves that always like made me go crazy was uh, like I went to Laurel Hill. Was it? Mm. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> Laurel, Laurel Caverns. Laurel Caverns. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the West. Yeah. yeah, this was a while ago, but uh, I went there and I saw like a map, and they're like, "This is the part you're gonna see," and it's like this, <laughs> and then they're like, "And this is how much we know about," and it's like, you know, this huge gigantic <laughs> thing, and I'm like, "Wait, that's all we see is like maybe 0.5 percent of what yeah. what's down there." You know, it's just crazy, mm. like what hasn't been explored in the entire Earth yet. Oh yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of, um, oh, there's there's a lot of caves being discovered every year, miles and miles and miles down in Virginia and West Virginia, where the geology gets uh, better for longer and bigger caves, more complex caves. I mean, they're constantly finding stuff down there. Pennsylvania is a little bit. The geology is not quite as uh, robust. I like to say robust as it is down there, but you do you can still find tons of stuff. The the thing with caves is that there are, uh, there's a lot of caves that don't have entrances. They don't necessarily have a, a naturally occurring entrance. A lot of the caves in this part of the in this part of the state were actually first discovered <clears throat> when back in the you know the 1800s when uh, uh, farmers would blast out some some limestone from the side of the hill on their farm in order to uh, produce a lot you know the lime to spread on their fields, and they would just have some dynamite and a pick. They get some blocks, and they and they actually broke into a lot of um, caves like that. Like a, uh, a lot of there's quite a few show caves. Uh, the big, you know, popular public show caves were discovered like that. And a lot of the wild caves around here, the entrances are in these old small quarries. And a lot of them don't. And but then there's a, there's a lot more out there that don't have any entrances at all. So I personally think, from my experience, there's a lot more caves to be discovered in pennsylvania but it's not as easy as just walking around oh there's a hole and going in <laughs> really really got, really got to want it and you gotta dig it's a lot of digging and you know it's not easy it's not easy. yeah well uh, yeah before we leave the topic uh besides me saying that was um what are the what are the big no-nos like it sounds like you probably don't want to go alone like etc like what what are the big don't do this uh, type things to someone who just goes, there's a hole, I'm going to go. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't go without a helmet. Don't go without at least three light sources. Don't go, uh, for the most part, don't, don't, well, I should just say all the time, don't go by yourself. Always make sure somebody knows where you're going. You know, it's best to have a three or four, actually four people is, is a good, is a good number to go with. Um, just, uh, just do a little re- if you, there's a cave that you can go to that you know is accessible, um, uh, like say a wind a wind cave in, in in Lancaster County. A lot a lot of people go there. Um, just do your research and uh, don't you know where the big one for me is wear a helmet because you know you can you can survive a lot, but you can't survive uh, you know hitting your head on on really hard. You could you know you. 
you hit your head once and you're out and then they got to drag you out of there. I did an episode. I did a, 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 an episode once where there was in Wind Cave. I think it was two or three years ago. A Boy Scout was on a, a, a scouting trip with a bunch of other Boy Scouts and adults. And they had gear and they were they were doing everything. As far as I know, as far as I can judge from reading about it, uh, they were doing everything right. This kid just happened to slip at a certain spot, got got wedged, mm-hmm. and he tried and tried and tried. They did all these things. They tried to get him out. They could not get him out, so they had to call out a full blown rescue. Huh. And I think he was in there for twelve hours. They had to wind up uh, uh, chiseling out. The, this, the passage around him and then pulling him out. It was, it was a, a, an extraction, you know, basically. And he, you know, he left the cave un, under his own power. You know, he, he exited the cave and he was fine. But even if you're doing everything right in, in that, in that sense, you, things like that can happen. So um, you just, you, you want to be careful. And again, the best thing, if you really want to do any kind of caving beyond just, you know, a one-time thing, you're going to want to join the NSS, which is a, the national organization, wherever you are in the country. And, or if you're here, there's your grotto. There's also the Franklin County Grotto, which is a good grotto over in um, their counties over. But uh, And they, they will they will literally teach you how to do it, teach you the right way to do it. So basically, don't go to caves if you're not part of an organization. Is that the, the safest option? <laughs> basically yeah i mean i guess you could say that i mean i hate to say don't you know don't do this don't do that people you know non-affiliated non-community people are have been going to the caves since you know forever and they're they're always going to do that i just if you're really if you're really genuinely interested in it, you get in the community that's the way to get to see the really good stuff and also meet the really interesting people and uh you know that's that's been my experience each time I've been in and out of you know of that community is that it pays to to get to know the people that are really into it. Cool. Even if you even if you're not you're not like a hardcore caver, you can be a member of a grotto and go when you want and participate at the level that you want. It's not like they force you to, sure. to do everything that you know. There's a lot of variation, you know, like in all kinds of like I'm sure the rock climbing community. There's you know there's the hardcore people, then there's people who like to do it just on a lower level, and then you know. Sure. It's the same. Just, just keep in mind, it's a bit. It can be a bit dangerous. <laughs> That's all. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it depends on if you do it right. It's not really that. If you do it, uh, it, it's safely, you know, and in a sane way. It's not. It's it is dangerous, but it's not any. It's not. I don't think it's any more dangerous than any other outdoor kind of sport. And you know. Sure, like climbing. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I. I never. I. I never. I've never really done rock climbing, like real rock climbing. I've never done it. I scramble around on rocks and stuff, but I never, um, it just never appealed to me the way that the water and the underground, did, you know what I mean? So going down is better than going up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, I like, I don't know. I mean, I like hiking. I like going up mountains and, you know, I like, I like doing that stuff, but, uh, um, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure why that is. I think it's just, I've just always been that way. Uh, especially with the with water when I was younger water I was always I always felt really comfortable in water I always wanted to know what was at the bottom of whatever it was you know wherever it was um if you want to talk about ruins there was uh there used there is this place um in Lancaster it was an old quarry that they had turned into a basically a scuba diving facility 
uh, I think in the early 80s. And then they it, it wasn't that long ago where the person who owned it finally sold it. But it, it was this amazing place because it was this huge quarry. And then when the quarry went out of business, it filled up, you know, half of it filled up with water. And there was all these uh, there were all these ruins, basically um, infrastructure from when the quarry actually was operating. And, you know, when a quarry goes out of business, uh, there's a lot of stuff down in there and they have to pay money for people to go in there and take it out. So a lot of times imagine they're just like, well, just let it fill up. So there were ore carts and shacks and barns and railroad tracks, train tracks. There's all kinds of stuff that was there that's still there. And you could go down and dive underwater and check all this stuff out. And then they also sank stuff um, on purpose, you know, like planes and boats and all that. And there's a, I think there's a cement truck in there. Um, and this, this is, have you ever heard of the White Cliffs of Kanoi? Yeah. Yes. That the White Cliffs of Kanoi is that's, that's that quarry. Oh. That's it. It used to be called the Bainbridge Sportsman's Club. And there, and there was ruins underwater. And there were also, there was, there's also ruins above ground. Now, when they sold it, he, uh, the guy, uh, the person who owned it, sold it to the Lancaster Waste Management Authority or something like that. It's basically a, a recycling center that's right next door. And they, you know, they closed it down. And, and, and it's, um, it's, it's kind of sad because when I started diving, when I was like a teenager, that's where I got certified. And I have so many great memories of just being in this awesome place, being underwater, exploring above ground. But, you know, now it's just sitting there. And, you know, you can't go to the quarry anymore. It's all, you know, it's all posted and everything. Um, they used to have the original plant that processed the dolomite. It was a dolomite quarry. You, back when I got certified and up until not that long ago. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. But it, used to, it sat there for a long time. It was this huge ruin, just huge hulking metal. It was hundreds of feet high. You could go inside. Now, technically, you weren't supposed to, but a lot of people did. You would uh, and you could. All this just stuff was in there. It was it was just really interesting place to go to. Now they tore that down. Uh, at a certain point, I think it got so dilapidated that it got really dangerous, and uh, they tore it down. So you, if you go there now, if you go to the White Cliffs of Kanoi now, right as you get to the where you turn off to go see the cliffs, you'll see these concrete foundations and a few tanks and you know uh, rebar tangles of rebar. That's where that old processing plant for the quarry used to be and the, the white cliffs themselves are actually the uh the waste product of the processing of the dolomite they would take it from underneath the kiln and then they would dump it next to the river and over years it, it built up this this uh, layer upon layer of this white of this powder and uh eventually you know it rained and it eroded but uh wow. that's what that actually is. and there's still a lot of stuff there but you're not you know, you know, you're not really allowed to 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 see it. You're not allowed to enjoy the quarry part because it's closed off, and it's the recreational possibilities are huge there. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I, I mean, there are other places in the state though that are kind of similar that are open to the public. Correct? Like, do you know what some of those are? Yeah, well, the one that there's one out by Allentown called Dutch Springs, yep. and um, that that's a great place. There's all kinds of things you can kayaking, pre uh, diving. Um, they have a, a, a whole section where they have these big, um, uh, I forget what it's called, an aqua park where you jump around and climb and they have a climbing wall there. And, you know, I mean, I look at that place, I'm like, well, this Bainbridge place, it could be like that again, you know? Yeah. But I just, and it's so close to, you know, here where I live and 
I just think it would be really cool if they did that again. But, you know, obviously that takes money and I don't know if, you know, I read, I read a, a, an article when it, when they first sold it that said that, you know, the people who bought it were considering reopening it for recreational public use. But I, I you know, I don't think that's going to happen. The one thing they do is they um, periodically they'll pump about half of the water out of the quarry directly into the Susquehanna River. Um, there's about a half of about a half a billion gallons of water in there at any you know one time, and I'm not exactly sure why. It has something to do with trying to flush clean water down through the river and into the Chesapeake. Mm. Um, and the one cool thing about that is when they do that, the level of the quarry goes down by about half. Now, I've never seen it myself, but if you go online, you can see pictures of the quarry half empty. And a lot of the stuff that's in the shallow parts emerges from the water. There's, you know, like I said, there's a cement truck and there's old boats and stuff. And uh, so that's pretty cool when you get to see what's there. But then it just it fills back up. And, you know, that's pretty much all they do with it. Yeah, they really should do something with that. <laughs> Honestly, there's there's this one cool place in Texas that it's a abandoned like uh, nuclear missile silo and okay. it filled up with groundwater and they use that as a scuba diving park okay. kind of and, and you can go down in really deep and stuff so they should but have you ever been to uh, the blue hole in williamsburg williamsburg well williamsburg where uh pennsylvania it's it's closer to the middle of the state sort of by huntington area williamsburg is it natural or is it man-made uh, that I can't tell you. The blue hole. Yeah. I, I might know it by a different name. Williamsburg. Yeah. Is that in? I'm going to look, I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, while I'm doing that, you want to touch on some other ruins you found, uh, like hiking and stuff? Yeah. Uh, the, some of the, uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's just one thing I do like about this area um, is that there are so many different things that uh, a lot of times you just go to a park, any kind of public space, a lot of pu outdoor public spaces here, you just start walking around the woods, you'll find ruins of all different kinds, old farms, old infrastructure, old roads, old bridges. Um, I was just up in uh, Dauphin County along the Sotara Creek in a place, I think it's uh, pronounced Shavoni, Shavoni Park. It's a little it's close to Hershey. <clears throat> and I, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll get on Google earth and I'll be looking around for places that I look for stuff and you can spot stuff, you know, from the satellite. And this happened to be in a park. So I went up there and it was, there were these old bridge piers. And I think it was, I think it was an old railroad bridge, but there's these huge piers that go right across the Creek and then they go into the woods and it's, it's just right there and you can see it. And that stuff is, it's everywhere. You know, it's, it's everywhere around here. So you don't have to, it's not like you have to travel very far to get to some interesting, uh, interesting stuff. And a lot of times I'll go to uh, one location for uh, one reason to look at some cliffs or a cool stream or something like that. And there'll be ruins there, too. You know, so what you wind up stumbling, I wind up stumbling across a lot of stuff that I think is pretty interesting. In the middle of the woods. In the middle of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were they? What's Do you know? What's that? What well, were they the, like? The, are they typically like homes or are they? No, I, well, I mean, I, I do, you do see, I do come across some, you know, homes and stuff. Most of the, it seems like most of the stuff that I, I come across are, uh, 
industrial things from like the 1800s or the early 1900s. Uh, a lot of bridge, the old bridges, um, and quarries. A lot of quarries have a lot of infrastructure, all kinds of things that extend outward. And if you just walk around the woods, a lot of times you'll come, you'll come across uh, old quarries or um, and some old houses. But there's a there's a there's a segment of uh, like ur- urbex people, I think, who they really like to do. Um, like big old factories or they like to go in old homes that are like falling apart. And I, I, I have done that, but to me that I don't, for some reason, I just don't find that as interesting. I'd rather go into an old, uh, an old mill than an old, than a, than a, than a, than a house that was abandoned in the fifties. I, I don't know. It's just me. I think it has something to do with the, the way they used to build things back then, you know, the stonework and all that stuff. But, um, but I, I mean, I've done that before. I, you know, I've explored, you know, houses and stuff, but a lot of times the stuff I find is um, more industrial, I think. Old industrial. What's your favorite ruin that you've come across? Do you have like a specific one that was, you yeah. just were like, this is amazing? Well, yeah. Well, one of the, yeah, one of the ones that I found fairly recently was up in, um, in Lancaster County. I went to uh, find um, a bridge because a lot of times the railroad bridges, um, uh, if you can find the old ones are really cool and they still use them. Uh, sometimes um, they're, a, they're abandoned, but sometimes they still use them. So I kind of found this place on using satellite photography and looking at the, the, topog- the topography of the land. And then I went there and, it, and I thought it was going to be something like, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, the bridge down there at uh, Mardic Forge in Lancaster. It's, it's this huge 200 foot high. It's all metal. Like, and it's, it's old. It's from the, I think it's from the early 1900s and it's really cool to look at. Um, and it's, it's a ruin. They don't use it anymore. Mm. I thought it was going to be like that. Cause it was a deep, it was in a really deep spot where the Conewago Creek comes through. And when I got there, I realized it was actually a, an old stonework bridge. It's gotta be at least a hundred years old or more, but it's still being used. And it was, I mean, it was huge. And when it, I was just blown away by how big it was, but it wasn't, to me, an old stone bridge is more interesting than an old metal bridge. I don't know why, but right next to that bridge was these huge, another of uh, these large ruins, sixty feet high. These old piers, apparently, there used to be another bridge before that bridge, an even older bridge, and p- parts of that were still there, still standing, and that was stone too. And it went off into the forest, and um, I didn't even really fully explore that place, but that I, I really like that was. That was probably one of the most interesting places I've been to so far. I'm trying to think what other, what other and there, uh, places like um, Chickie's Rock uh, yeah. County Park. There, there's there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of ruins there, real close by. That it's close to a lot of people, and they're not dangerous, and they're not you know you don't have to risk your life to get to them. They're not going to fall down on you. you know? And amazing overlooks uh, there. Oh, that yeah. place is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah the rocks there and you know well that you do rock climbing there and, um but there's yeah there's there used to be an old canal that ran up that side there used to be an old canal there and you can there's tunnels that go under the trail um there's a huge block of uh, a huge boulder of pig iron there in the middle of the forest um there was an old sawmill there the ruins of the old sawmill over there so you know like i said they're they're everywhere you know 
So it, it's it's easy. It's good for me because I have plenty of places I can I can pick and I have to choose from. Sure. Yeah. Um, the Blue Hole. I found it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Blue Hole, Williamsburg, PA. Um, and it is, let's see, a shore accessible freshwater dive site. Um, it has an average rating of 3.25 out of five by four divers. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, uh, it's a privately owned <laughs> quarry and you have to contact oh. the Laurel Divers Club. Okay. So, uh, old stone so quarry hard. with lots of fish and vegetation, good visibility. There you go. I think there's some like cars and some other stuff down there too. They like to sink this. Yeah. They like to sink the, uh, sink. I think, yeah, there's a, I think there's a, uh, in Southern York County, there, there used to be a lot of slate quarries because down there's a lot of slate and the, you know, the geology. Um, I think there's a, a quarry there called Guppy's Gulch or it has some kind of uh, Guppy's Gulch. And then basically it's the same thing. It's a, you can go diving there and, or you can, you know, uh, go kayaking or swimming they let you go swimming there it's i think it's maybe like 50 or 60 feet deep i've never been there i you know i did i just learned about it a little while ago but i i, I think it's cool when they take old quarries and make them fun you know yeah feel, absolutely otherwise they just sit there and they're and they are quite dangerous i mean a lot of people in pennsylvania have died messing around in old quarries so you know be safe kids <laughs> yeah teenagers you know what i mean so they got to get their chicks in somehow, yeah. <laughs> but that's not a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, let's see. A lot of, so, a lot of things that people really are into on Instagram. I noticed on any of these like Pennsylvania travel accounts are waterfalls. You know, everybody <laughs> loves those waterfalls, but you see the ones like Ricketts Glen, Bushkill. Um, yeah. You know, you name it. Cucumber Falls, which I just posted myself. So. I was going to say, just to post. <laughs> hey, it's, love, it's yeah. where I proposed to my wife. So I had to share it. But uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, other than that, other than the really well known ones, uh, are there some really cool ones that you've come across as you've been in the woods or anything else that wouldn't show up on any of these sites? Um, Not really large ones, I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have come across smaller waterfalls that are, you know, not very well known or they're right off the. Um, or they're close to things, other things that are known, but um, maybe not as well known. And I don't really know why they are. And plus, there's a lot of things that I, um, one of the things that I've, I've learned since I started doing this was that there's a lot of stuff really close to here that I didn't, didn't know about. And I, I found, a, uh, but apparently everybody else does except me. <laughs> but uh some of those things are waterfalls. And again, it goes, uh, there's that trail I was talking about before, the Enola low grade trail. There's a waterfalls. Every time a stream comes down off the ridge, it goes under the railroad and into the river. Um, almost all of those hollows that come down have waterfalls in them. <clears throat> some are big, some are small, you know, and the streams are different sizes, but you can, you can just hike up a lot of those, a lot of those little stream valleys and you'll find waterfalls that people really don't, a lot of people don't go to. One that the one that's really popular though is called Man's Run, which is about a mile and a half south of the Turkey, uh, south of Turkey Hill, where you have the, the the northern parking lot, and that that one's you know it's pretty big and it goes back and it's right off the trail, so you can just literally be hiking, you mean walking down this flat trail, and, and, and oh look, there's a waterfall. A lot of people just stop at the rail and they're like, oh, it's a waterfall, 
but you know, I was just there a couple of days ago and there were quite a few people climbing around on the rocks and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I mean, I come across smaller waterfalls out in the all the time and people, things that people don't really see, you know what I mean? This might be a stupid question, but does a waterfall, like, is it just any water that falls down or does, is there a certain height to it that it has to be to be classified as a waterfall? As far as I know, there's, there's all, there is a bunch of terminology that goes with it. Like there's, there's words for the different kinds of waterfalls, whether it's a free fall or whether it's a, goes a step waterfall or a cascade and it gets pretty detailed. I'm not, I don't know all those terms. You're not a waterfallologist. (laughs) No, really. Yeah, no, somebody really, I mean, I like them. I, you know, I I just don't know the terminology as much, but yeah, I think you, uh, I always think of a waterfall as actually something where the water actually falls for a little bit. There's a lot of cascades where the water doesn't really drop free. Right. Kind of comes down, you know, like this. Now, I consider those to be waterfalls too, but maybe for waterfall purists, they might not. They might say, "Oh, that's not a waterfall," <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's like our rapids successful. waterfalls because it's going downward. Like, <laughs> yeah, or that's that's you know that's, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's and well, there's a there's a and there's also uh, there's a pretty well known waterfall here in York County called Wild Wildcat Falls, which is uh, up by the Accomac. Um, Akamak Inn is a very uh, well-known, uh, popular restaurant on the river there, and there's a there's a, 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 a very popular waterfall there called Wildcat Falls. Now that's still on private land. Um, a lot of that land around it has been bought by the Lancaster Conservancy. Um, it's one of the more well-known ones, but again, you know, if you go out and you kind of poke around a little bit, it, it you don't have to go very far, you know to find something that not too many people have really seen because people tend to stay on the trails and they, you know, they, they, uh, they see the main things and then they go, they get their picture and they go, and I do that too, you know, but I like to, you know, like there's a, there's a waterfall down in off the Hobo Gorge called um, Mill Falls, which is very popular. That's a really good, uh, down by Lock, uh, I think it's Lock 12 recreation area. There's that, that, that's a really, that's a really nice long cascade waterfall down there. But that, you know, that's really, you go there in the summer, there's going to, it's going to be quite a few people there, but it's not, uh, it's not hard to get to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Would you consider? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, sorry. it's funny. <laughs> it's just funny that you bring that up about people don't go too far. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, th- when I think about like somewhere like the wilds, right. And the center of those big patches of, no people right yeah, i wonder yeah. if anyone's been to the middle like ever like how far do people usually go before they turn around and come back uh, yeah I don't, I don't know like how yeah, far how far into the woods have you been before you went okay this is enough <laughs> um i mean i've done some hiking down in west virginia where we were pretty far away from everything but i was in a you know i was in a big group of people um so some sometimes um Sometimes I have to, you know, I wind up hiking a lot. Like the other day, I hiked about seven miles to do what I wanted to do. And then sometimes I may come across something that's by the side of the road and you just get out of your car and walk down a little bit and you're there. So it depends on the location. Uh, Some areas are harder to get to than others. There's the Muddy Creek Gorge, which is in southern York County. 
Um, one of the spots there I went to over the summer, it was about a six, six mile round trip to get where I wanted to go. Now you could park closer, but then you might get your car towed because you're not supposed to park. There's all these issues with that. But, uh, so I, I did the long way, so I didn't have to worry about that. And it was, it was a long, it was a long, a lot of ups and downs and it was, it's pretty, it was pretty, it was three miles each way. So, um, there, there, there are places I'd like to go um, that are even farther than that. There's, there is a waterfall up in central Pennsylvania called, um, uh, it's actually a gorge. It's called Caitlin, Caitlin Gorge, and it, it's, uh, it's in a state game land, and it's, the, it's the, the steepest drop. Basically, it's like just waterfall after waterfall after waterfall. Very, very steep coming basically coming off the top of this kind of a table plateau but it's in the state game land so you can go see it but the access to it is only from a certain spot so you basically have to hike eight miles to the top of this mountain then across the mountain and then down the other side is where you get this, this amazing you know the waterfalls and there's rocks and it's extremely steep i think it drops 800 feet in about a quarter mile oh wow which is, you know but because you have to hike eight miles in and out, there's really no closer way to get to it than a lot of people don't see it. The only the only way I learned about it was uh, I follow a guy. Uh, I think it's hiking Mitch on uh, I think hiking with Mitch or hiking Mitch. Anyway, he does he he writes uh, books about hiking and stuff like that. So he's been all over he's been all over Pennsylvania, and he had a post about it on one of his blogs. I I never even heard of it. Most people don't even know it's there, but it's this amazing place. That's some place I'd like to go to. Now that that's that's a sixteen mile round trip, you know, and that that's, that's see, not like it. And you I see a up. collaboration happening. Yeah, I have to go with somebody, and yeah, yeah. At the same time, you know, you're not supposed to. You can't really camp on state game lands, but you know. at the same time, I was worried he was going to tell us about somewhere like that because we'll have to cover it sometime. I just was thinking that. 16 like, oh, mile okay, round so trip. 16, 16 miles with a camera. All right. Yeah, that's right. My workout for the month. That's one day of shooting right there. One day down. Yeah. I mean, some, some days I'm, I'm just completely wiped out. Yeah. You know, like I get home and I'm just sore and uh, I just collapse basically. But, you know, I enjoy it. So, and it's good for me, you know, health wise. Sure. It just keeps me in shape, you know. For the most do part. you do you try to get your kids involved or I, I yeah I take my kids out um they like it but they're not like super into it I think they're still maybe a little bit young uh they're 10 and 12 which hey. is, when I was 12 I was you know I mean they like it but they're not crazy about it it's right. like because I you know because I tend to if I take I tend to go like if I go to a park I'll be like, okay, let's walk, hike down this trail and we'll hike down the trail. And I'll be like, hey, what's that over there? And then next thing you know, we're bushwhacking and then we're lost. And then I'm trying, you know, we're, we got across a creek. And then, and my, you know, my daughter's like, oh, dad, come on. I want to go back to the ground. You know, I, that's usually what winds up, what, what I wind up doing, you know, and I don't, I, I don't think they like that part, but they, I mean, they do like being in the woods, definitely, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you no have any kids. advice? <laughs> we came this far. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, we, I just read an article about how bad the ticks are supposed to be this oh. year in PA. Do you have any advice oh. on ticks? Um, obviously just check yourself. I actually was hiking up in, uh, 
Perry County once up in a state game and it's up there and I got a, a deer tick and then I didn't, it was a couple days and then I got the round bullseye and I started feeling sick. So I had to go on the, I had to go on antibiotics for a month and I check myself when I get home, but you know, they're really small. And if you don't, if it's, you know, you don't quite see it, um, you, you can just get them. You just have to check yourself and, and, and learn what a deer took, learn what the ticks look like. Because, you know, if, if you have the, uh, a larger tick that's obviously not a deer tick, then, you know, you don't have to necessarily worry about how long it's been on you. Right. But if you know the differences between the ticks, then, you know, you'll be able to say, okay, this one is filled with blood. It looks like it's embedded in my skin. Uh, you know, I have this huge red bullseye. Right. I think maybe I need to go. This this could be Lyme's disease. So, um, but I was like, again, I was off trail. I was in the middle of nowhere bushwhacking. And I could, there was deer fur everywhere, you know, and they come off the deer. And uh, I know I also read that ticks like to, they like to sit up in the tree branches. Somehow they get up there. And then when you walk under, when you walk under them, they feel the, 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 the pressure waves in the air or something. And they, they, they like to drop, then they let go and they drop down and they fall on you from above, you know? <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I thought oh, it was just okay. gra- tall grass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're everywhere, but they. I. I feel like this is a good time to share a story and Note to sell I, don't, my hat. <laughs> I don't know how appropriate it is for this, but it is important. Um, I have a friend who apparently on men, they like to burrow into your underwear area and mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, it's dark and wettish and <laughs> all that stuff. And wow. it, it went in a certain <laughs> place down there uh, <laughs> and he didn't see it. Like it, it went, it went between. It was out. It went between. You could not see it. In between his butt and his, you know where. And that's that's. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was under oh. under the fold. Oh it was God. in the fold of skin between. Okay. Yeah. I, I won't go I in. I yeah. could have easily said the words, but I'm not going to. It's a family show. <laughs> but, no. but I mean, this is important because he's not the only one I've heard that had this. That they burrow oh. down there and they're like, this is the darkest, wettest part. I'm gonna make make my home here and that's he did obviously you can't see that as a guy you can't see it uh so he just happened to like feel it while he was showering one day and he's like what's this bump but luckily it wasn't like a lyme disease one but yeah he i mean it would have been there for i I don't know how long he said it was like a week at least since he went hiking in the woods so it was like it was just gorging itself on him he he dodged a bullet and it's amazing that you just don't feel them like you'd think a sensitive part of your body like that you'd feel it but nope no nope so you don't feel them yeah be warned everyone listening yeah be warned (laughs) get your tick tights (laughs) i don't know if there's anything you can put on you so that if a tick does get on you it it's like oh it tastes you know like i don't i don't know of anything like that i mean i don't think bug repellent stops them there's uh, certain essential oils that you can mix together and mix with witch hazel and water. Like that's what we have to do for our dog. Cause ticks down uh, here are crazy oh, and yeah. it's, it's human safe too, but she, she doesn't like it. We have a, a, a coon hound and she's just like, mom, mom, why? I'm like, <laughs> because they come in on you. <laughs> but oh, God, it's yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think that they're just, they're just everywhere. Yeah. They're just sucking your blood. Ah, silent killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah, I had to get had one in my ear once. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. And and the beginnings of the limes, I mean, it did not feel good. My 
I just got really kind of tired and kind of clammy and my, um, my, I kind of started aching all over my whole body. A was aching and I felt just like really like lethargic and, I and yeah I met an HVAC I'm glad I went to the doctor I met an HVAC guy once that he did like um, hunting on I don't know I forget where it was but he was hunting and he like didn't know he had it until he started getting like real sick and he didn't even see a bullseye or anything and yeah. uh, he had right. it for so long that you know like six years later he was still experiencing symptoms uh, so because he just let it go so long so it's good you you got lucky. That, yeah. that you caught it i guess once it establishes itself in in your system you can't really get rid of it you can treat it but in order to never get it you have to you have to hit it with the uh with the antibiotics right away mm-hmm. to just kill it right away otherwise it just gets in there and then you know it does bad things to you over time i mean yeah well this just, conversation took a dark turn <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should <laughs> let's uh but I, you know, I mean we you can't let that stop you right right, right disclaimer right. yeah disclaimer I mean, we, we check could, your bodies for tips yeah, yeah. And, or have someone check it for you <laughs> yeah um um yeah i mean that's one there's, reason i shaved my head in the summer because i the, you know i can look in the mirror and i can feel here yeah you know i can see because they, they like to get in your hair so <sighs> you don't go yeah. do you go full heisenberg or is that the shortest you go right here uh, no i can i, I can this is as short as I go, but I can go. This is two. There's another attachment, and then there's there's no attachment, which is the, <laughs> right. Yeah, what? the full full on uh, skin mode there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of aspects to things that you do. I mean, we're gonna have to have you back because there's okay. there's still like tons of things Absolutely. on my list, and we're like <laughs> 45 minutes in. So, um, you said that you're from York. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about York. The factory tour capital of the world. Are you? F- That's what you're familiar right? with that term. Yes, I am. But can you list? Well, I've never, I've never toured any factories. Yet. I was gonna say, <laughs> can you list some of them, and and uh, I will fill in the gaps. I well, I know you can Uts uh, or Oots, however you want to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, I think several of the big snack food companies you can tour, and then uh, Martin. Uh, Martin's potato chips. I think you used you can tour them. Um, what else? I've seen on the internet. I've seen a list of all the places. A lot of them, I I, I did not even know you can you can you could tour them. I, and I haven't. I don't think I've been on any of those tours. Oh, but I do know that your county bills itself as the snack or as the as the tour capital. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's Martin's potato chips, Harley Davidson. Right. Oh, Snyder's of Hanover, uh, Blewett Brothers Violins. That'd be cool. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Utz, Sunrise Soap Company. You might have seen their storefronts around uh, Lancaster County and York County. Yeah. And uh, Perrydale Farm. I've been. I've had. I have taken a tour at Perrydale. That's right. I have because they have good ice cream there. But we used to go there a lot. Yeah. So. That's, that's a good tour. Yeah, that's a pretty cool fact. They their uh, tourism yeah. bureau really lead with that on their like brochures and stuff. But uh, aside from oh, that, yeah. since they're known for that, uh, <laughs> yeah. So what are what are your some of your favorite things to uh, we'll say to do first? Well, I wrote down there's a, there there's this one museum in in York. Uh, I think it's called the 
it's maintained, it's managed by the York Historical Association. It's like the Industrial Agriculture Museum. Um, and it's right in downtown York. And it's, if you like old farming stuff, old industry stuff, you got to go to this place. Cause it's like, they actually took an old mill, like half of an old mill, broke it down and then brought it into this huge warehouse space and reconstructed this mill. So you can actually, and it's there, it's this giant room and you're looking at, and then they, of course they cut away the one side. So it's all like a cutaway of, but it's an actual mill from like the 1800s. And it has the big wheel and you can go up and down the floors. And then they have just tons of like farming stuff and just all kinds of historical stuff that people have been donating over the years to the, to the York, I think it's the York historical society. Um, old cars, there's a Conestoga wagon there, like an original Conestoga wagon. Um, and you see some of this stuff in person, you know, you see pictures of this stuff all the time, but you get there, you see it in person, like the wagon, the Conestoga wagon blew me away because, you know, everybody, you see these, you know, what they look like, and they were made over in Lancaster County for a long time. But when, but I had never really seen one in person, at least that I can remember, but you go there and it's this huge thing. I mean, it's like, you're like, it's very impressive. And there was, there's old train cars and old trolley cars and um, just all kinds of interesting stuff. I mean, it's a whole, you can spend a whole afternoon there, old, uh, old cars and just multiple, multiple levels. And then they have this whole section where it's all about printing and um, about, it just goes on and on and on. And it's a really, I, I definitely recommend uh, if you're, you know, definitely recommend going. And I think it's called the industrial, I'm not sure the exact, the exact name, it's the Industrial Agriculture Museum. But if you go to the York, the York Historical Society, or, and again, I don't know if that's the, 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 the right name for that, but if you research it online, if you Google it, you should be able to find it real easy. That's one place. Another place that I highly recommend is uh, if you like books. I'm, I love books. I have thousands of books, right? I'm like addicted to <laughs> you too. Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a place called uh, the York Emporium, and it's it's in downtown uh, York. And it's um, basically people go all around to estate sales. And basically, there's people that just go around, they buy books from other people and then they deposit these books at the York Emporium and each bookseller has their own section <clears throat> and it's all different kinds of books I mean and it's this huge place and it's you just go in there and you're like you're just lost and but they're all you know it's it's not expensive these are all used books but they're all you know categorized and you, I mean you can just and he has other stuff there too comic books and old antiques and it's just a really cool space the building and the guy who the guy who at least last time I was there the guy who runs it is really nice and it, it's an old building it has a lot of atmosphere and you just go there and get lost in the books and you can sit down you can you can sit down at tables and stuff it's not like a like a store where you just stand there and look at books it's a you can spend a whole day there so I, I definitely recommend that um, has has the Topo Ranger found that book that you pull and you get transported away to a different universe? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Narnia. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. I, I don't. I'm mostly into nonfiction, like history, uh, geologies, uh, stuff like that. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know why. I, just, I don't read a lot of fiction, but but they have everything there. You know. Um, another place that I wanted to recommend if you want to go get some coffee and like have, and again, for me, a lot of times it's about the atmosphere and the, and the, 
the ambience or whatever. I like old stuff. You know, it's called Ironic. It's a it's a coffee shop. It's this is really it's not it's not that far from the Emporium, <clears throat> and um, they you know their, their coffee's great, and uh, but they have just like lots of cool stuff in there. And there's an upper level with like old couches, and there's a lot of uh, like art and arts and crafts and things you can look at and buy, or you can just sit there and you know read a book and. It's an upper level thing. You can look out over the street and it's just, it's, it's a, it's a really nice kind of, uh, it's a good vibe. Now I go to, you know, like Starbucks and stuff, like new places too. And I, I, you know, I like minimalism too, you know, I like more minimalistic new stuff, but if you just want to really relax, this is a good place. And the people that run it are very nice. It's called ironic and you can go there, get coffee, buy unique gifts and stuff like that. And, um, it's a really cool place. So I, I definitely recommend that too. And it's locally, it's a local place. Is it like rain on your wedding day? A free ride when you've already paid? <laughs> is it like, a, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, how long, like, how long do I have to go song. with this song until he gets it? <laughs> oh. oh man. Dad jokes. <laughs> they don't call me Kenny Dadson for nothing. <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't dad. <laughs> so yeah. Um, let's see here. That's and then uh, I wrote down here just places I've eaten that I like uh, the White Rose Bar and Grill, Rockfish. Uh, if you like beer, go to the Holy Hound, which is like they have a bunch of all different kinds of beer, their own beer. I think there's a couple beer places downtown New York that are really good. Um, there's a French restaurant called the Left Bank, which I've been to, which is really good. And these are all like in the same basic. A lot of these are in the same basic downtown area. Um, there's also a place called Two Tonys. Um, you know, when I grew up here, downtown New York was, uh, it was just, it, it sucked. You know what I mean? There was, it, after the riots in the 60s, it, things changed and it was just, it wasn't good. But over the, last, over the last 10 years, there's been a group of, a lot of different people, but they're really trying to re to kind of get it going. And they've done it. I think they've done a great job. And there's a lot of businesses and stores. Sunrise Soap Company, I've been, you know, we've, I've been going there for years and that store is really, really nice. Lots of interesting things. And the soap, you know, the, that street right there, that area right there. And there's different, they're trying to basically brand different neighborhoods in York with different names, kind of like New York City. Mm-hmm. And some people, there's, I don't know who, who does it, but they're buying, people have bought up whole blocks and, and refurb them, put in stores. And um, not everything works, but a lot of it does, but, the, you know, they're doing a great job. So downtown York is is a lot better than it was when I was growing up. Here. Yeah, there's Kenny always says you need a brewery and a good coffee shop and you can revitalize an area. It's true. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. Yeah. You watch. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of places around the state that are doing the, the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Can you well, since you're from there, uh, we just did a Lancaster episode. So oh. um, we discussed the Red Rose. We didn't discuss it, but I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, so we got the red rose. Can you explain about the white rose? My understanding is that the, the red rose and the red rose and the white rose. I think it goes back to England because mm-hmm. York York is a very famous historical town or city or whatever in England, and so is I think Lancaster. And they were. I don't know this the the. I don't know what it means, if it means anything, but I think there were like sister cities, <clears throat> Lancaster and York, and one was the Red Rose and one was the White Rose. 
Um, I don't know what it symbolizes, hmm. but and I don't know how it got started, but I think it has something to do with the cities as they were back in England. But I'm not. I'm not 100. I believe that's the that. same thing too, but I don't know the actual like symbolism behind it. I just know one is York yep. is the white rose, and yep. Lancaster is the yeah. red rose. Yes. Yeah, and you and you and it's like I always feel like York is kind of like the 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 younger the younger sibling that you beat up, you know, and you're like <laughs> York is ne- like Lancaster because it's closer to Philly. It's always been cooler, and it's just economically healthier and more, you know, whatever. And it's always been that way as long as I've been here and, you know, they're getting better, but York is forever behind. York is forever behind in that sense. And I think there is a little, you know, I think it's a rivalry, which is good, but, um, you sounds know, like just, they're coming up though. So that's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, they, I, that all has to do with the river because back when they, um, back when they first, uh, were, you know, the Europeans first came over, uh, you could come in Philadelphia and into the port of Philadelphia, take a wagon from Philly and be in Lancaster in a day. But then you hit the river and back then the rivers for a while, it's kind of stopped people going over. So the development on that side of the river lagged behind development in Lancaster. So I, I, I basically blame the river for that. You know, it slowed people down and, and supposedly people in York County have always been, um, more wild and more independent and more kind of crazy you know? <laughs> because back in the day, York was considered to be the frontier during that time. And the people who lived in York County were the crazy, you know, uh, the crazy hoarders and the woods people and the frontiersmen who wanted to get away from the big city over in Lancaster. <laughs> so, I, you know, and some people, I guess some hardcore locals still kind of feel like that, but obviously the frontier is, Gone, a little gone. bit gone yeah <laughs> a little bit a little yeah. ways away unless you go up to the wilds yeah that's true um yeah go be fur trappers in the wilds <laughs> um what what about the barbell factory what's what's that about or is that even a thing anymore is that like a museum or what is that there um there is yeah it's a york barbell i mean they've been making barbell and weightlifting stuff for a long time i actually bought some some dumbbells there not that long ago, maybe like three years ago, you can go there. They have a, a, a like a weightlifting museum. Um, then they have a company store and you, you know, you can pick something out and they'll, they'll deliver it right out of the factory. And I always, I mean, the best thing about that place is of course on route 30, they had that the spinning, the barbell guy. Yeah. He's cool. Weights over his head that he's, he spins around. I mean, that's been there forever. Uh, it's just a little museum. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like a big fancy thing, but it's cool. It's worth going there, you know. And if you want to buy some some uh, weightlifting, some dumbbells or weights directly from the manufacturer, you can do it there too. So, what's your rating? Been- you had them for three years. What's your rating? Oh, they're great. I, do I have one right here? Five stars out of five stars <laughs> would go again. I think that definitely. No, they're really good. They yeah, they're good. They work. They they're really good. Good. I don't think it's that hard to make them, you know, you just, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And you get a better price on them, but they have, they have all kinds of, uh, equipment like that. They have like statues of, uh, kind of like the old time straw, uh, old time weightlifters from the fifties and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it's a cool place. What about some desserts now that we're talking about working out? What about oh. some desserts? <laughs> Got to earn that dessert. Uh, in, uh, ice cream. Another, this is another, uh, a very well-known kind of uh, the shoe house is that it's a 
it's a if you drive on Route 30, you're heading towards York. It's on the left side. It's a giant shoe. That's a house, and uh, it's called the Haynes Shoe House. And it was actually it was actually built by this guy uh, back in the I want to say the 40s. Who was a he was a millionaire. He made million. He became a millionaire off of shoes, and he wanted to uh, promote tourism in, in York County. I think he was from Hamburger. Or maybe it was from York. So he said, well, I'm going to buy a chunk of land and I'm going to build this giant shoe. Uh, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a shoe house. And it's, a, it's an ice cream parlor. And it's literally like this giant shoe. And you go into it and it's got it's like high and it has different levels. And, there's, and, you, and it's a nice. It's open. Um, I think it's open seasonally now. And it was just I think it was bought by a new, you know, new proprietor. Schumach, I think, is, I is the say. name. Four or five years ago, maybe, but they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're keeping it as an ice cream parlor. I think it's only open during this, uh, like the summer and stuff like that. Wait, it was always an ice cream par- parlor. I, I, I think so. What yeah, a missed I, opportunity I to sell his shoes <laughs> in a shoe store. That looks like a shoe. <laughs> no, 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 it had nothing to do with, selling. I know that's just funny. It was selling shoes. It was to promote, uh, shoes, obviously. Right. He was, you know, he was, a uh, the shoe mogul. Yeah, um, I, I live not too far from the Kuntz uh, coffee pot, you know, in Bedford County. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, I know exactly what that kind of novelty roadside attraction yeah. is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool place. And the ice cream's pretty good. They uh, do Perry tours Dell, there. I mentioned earlier, Ooh. Perrydale Farms is a great place to go for uh, ice cream, too. And they make it all right there. They get the milk right from the cows, and they, they make all the ice cream right there. And then you just buy it right there and it's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. It seems like um, that's everybody's go-to thing is like, well, Lancaster, obviously a shoe fly pie mm-hmm. and, and then it's like, and ice cream. Like everyone goes <laughs> to ice cream in that part of the state. I don't know what it is. It's just so good. People just, people just like it. I don't, what other kind of desserts? I, don't, um, I feel like everybody does ice cream all over that state though. Yeah. Well, there's it's a very everywhere. ice cream state because of all the dairy farms. Right. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. By the way, if anybody listening has a shoe fly shoe fly pie recipe, please email us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to know what that tastes like. Maybe we'll make it and post it. I've I've never had it. I heard it's very sweet. It's yeah, know. straight molasses. That's what it is. Yeah, molasses. Yeah. You might as well just drink it out of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's very. It's very. Yeah. It can be lighter or it can be like heavy. You know, some people love it yeah. like. Oh, I just chugged molasses. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. <laughs> do you say do you say gob for gobs or do you say whoopie pie? Oh, for the for a whoopie pie, we call I call it a whoopie pie. <laughs> that's our it's, there's your answer then. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called in, in our, Central PA. It's in, a gob. It's a gob in a our gob. area. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yep. My know. husband and I we saw we we're, we're walking through the one store and he goes, "Oh, gobs." I mean. You're I was like, like you mean a whoopie pie? He's like, no, that's a gob. And I'm like, we're going to argue this. Fist. Oh, that's cuffs. weird. I've never heard that. That's going to be in our story soon. Fist okay. cuffs. <laughs> it's like, sheets, wah, wah. Who's going to win? You know, it's like one of those type of deals. <laughs> sheets, well, yeah. Well, isn't sheets? Sheets is from Altoona, I think. Yep. From yeah. my place. Yeah, there's like 26 in our area immediately oh. within like where I grew up. 
Yeah. Is there is there like the original the original sheets where it's like oh everything's like vintage from when they first started it or no they just, that's gone they they, that's they pretty gone. much they're pretty they much knocking them. down every single one that's ever existed and building mm-hmm. it back up as like a what it is now it's like yeah. all brick and it looks really nice and it has a very cafe type vibe some some of them oh, yeah. like there's a really nice one in Lidditz that's their I would say crowning achievement so far and they have right. like an Eden area and. It's just amazing what they've become since yeah. it's only been like 50 years or 60 years. Oh yeah. Pretty crazy. They, they get more. I remember when they first came here and yeah, I used to go to them in other parts of the state, like uh, up in Penn state, up in the state college. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, wow. Each one that new came up, it was like more elaborate and more, they had more stuff. And I was like, this is out of control. This is, you know, and then they came down here and they started coming down to York. Right. I, re- I remember when you would actually mark the cards, it looked like, you know, when you take like a lottery ticket in a grocery store and you mark the numbers you want and you hand it to them. I don't even mm-hmm. know if they still do that anymore, but that's what it was. Uh, the MTO oh, huh. was that it wasn't touch screens for, I mean, till the oh, internet yeah. became a big thing actually, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still remember filling out cards back in the day. It was pretty, oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. Where we, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. People well, all the old timers around here, they call it Sheetz's because the first <laughs> one was Sheetz's store. Like, oh. you know, it's Sheetz apostrophe S. And that's that's what it was. And yeah, no, no longer. It's just Sheetz, but it never that's changed. Nice. The 90 year olds are Sheetz's. You go to Sheetz's. Well, they have so many of them. I mean, they must they must. Uh, yeah, they, they're, that's very successful. I think I think it's a. The local one down here is Rudders, and then it's funny because when Sheets came in, well, they're beefing right now. Them and Rudders. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was like Rudders was like there, and they were established, <laughs> and then Sheets came in, and all of a sudden you start seeing the Rudders stores are like, oh man, we got we got to do something. We got to let's do this. They started imitating Sheets, yep. basically. Yeah. Yep. Well, Speedway Speedway started doing some more made to order stuff too to try and keep up with Sheets. We know we noticed on our last trip up in uh, March. I Is it the central central PA thing Speedway? Uh, it's it's more. See, I'm from Northwest Indiana by Chicago. Oh, so oh. it's way out there. And then the ones that we've noticed along our travels from Alabama up to PA, ever they're just. I don't know if they somebody went and saw sheets or something in Speedway's mm-hmm. corporation, but they're Probably. they're trying to. There's one down in Texas called Bucky's. That's started doing okay. the same thing, made to order stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. They're coming for them. <laughs> I, I would love, I would love to have. Rudders, like, Rudders has the uh, Rudders now has gambling. They have these. I don't know if you. Well, you're not. I mean, you're up. They have. They created these enclosures inside the Rudder store where, where they have uh, uh, gambling like machines. You know, not like blackjack tables, but like lot. You know, machines. And you can go in there. You can, and you can also buy alcohol now, Rudder. So you go, you buy your six pack, and you go into this enclosure, and and you can uh, and you can gamble now in there. But it has to be separate, separated, like legally. Mm-hmm. So you go into Rudders to like you know get a donut, and you look over, and there's these people here, you know, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. You no, know? I didn't it's know like, that. I well, she tells the the lottery in the little vestibule. It's separate from mm-hmm. like going in. I wonder if that's obviously the same kind of rule yeah i think there has to be some kind of separation uh, you know but uh it's it's just 
it's just weird to see because and people just sitting there all day, boom, just hitting the buttons and like you know. I would love yeah. to have a podcast where it was like sheets, Wawa, and rudders, the heads of all three, and I would just sit here and go, go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us who had it first, go. Oh yeah, and, and all yeah. that stuff because even today people argue like, no, Wawa had something first, and sheets had something first, and uh-huh. now rudders is coming in, and. Uh, yeah. And this guy did. Who this does to it this best? It's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, and it, well, that's all varies too. That uh, everyone yeah. who grew up with each one probably defends it to the death. It's like I'm dying on this hill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm I I go to Rudder still. I was actually seduced by Sheets and, <laughs> and taken away for a while because when Sheets first came in, because I knew them from Upstate College, I was like, I'm sorry, Rudders. You know, like uh, I found somebody new, and I would just go to Sheets, but then. I started going back to Rudders for some reasons, but now, you know, Sheets, they have this, um, they got these new coffee makers now. So it's not, oh. it's not like pot coffee. It's like yes. you press it, they grind it. It's like an America. It's like, so good. Yeah. And I, I went in there one day for something else. I was like, I was like, Oh my God. Cause I like Americanos. I like Americano, uh, style espresso. It's like coffee. It's like espresso with extra water and stuff, but you got to grind it and make it fresh. And it's like an espresso. I was like, Oh my God. So now I'm like back. Sheets is one back. <laughs> yeah, they don't all have it, but yeah, I, I went. Yeah, I got something for my wife uh, the one day. She was in the car and we were traveling somewhere, and I I was like, "What is this? I've never seen this before." And I pressed the button and it all worked. And I'm like, I walked out to her and I handed it to her and I'm like, "I don't know how it just happened though." Like I, I literally <laughs> don't know what happened. And she's like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "I pressed buttons and things happened. I don't know." <laughs> it was very bewildering. I freaked out. <laughs> I will say they're they use the Giardelli chocolate and their white hot chocolate is phenomenal really? at I Sheets. Okay. Oh, it's so good. How'd this turn into a Sheets podcast? I don't know. I think we need to <laughs> I, I think we need to have the end cap on York. Um <laughs> what, are there any other places that you prepared in York? Um not, not, in, not in terms of like eating or anything. Uh, no, that's that's really about it in terms of. I'm not a big foodie or anything like that. Um, so, those are really the places I I like to go. Like, and like I said, downtown has gotten a lot better. Um, and you know, anything local. A lot of local places are just really good. You know. Yeah. So what, that's that's yeah. What about but, anything seasonal? Are there any fall and winter activities that usually happen? I know there's like a New Year's one down there. there, Yeah, they drop. There's some kind of they drop some kind of frozen ice thing. It's it has a name. It's called like the ice. um, I forget what it's called, but they do it every year. And they it's like the ice. It's like a giant icicle or something. I'm not sure. I've never been to it, but it's that's a tradition. They have the the York Fair used to be a really big thing, but now they um, they messed that up. They they moved the time, and it's just I don't I don't know what they're doing over there. But uh, the York Fair used to be good because you you get a lot. They have music and all the. It used to be. It's one of the oldest fairs, like county fairs in the in the country, I think. Um, but for some reason, they moved the date, so all all the all the hardcore Yorkers, you know, they're like, well, I'm not going to go if it's not in, at this certain time of year. Hmm. So um, so yeah, there's the York Fair. They do stick to their guns, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not a real. 
I'm a Yorker, but I'm not a real Yorker because my parents, uh, my dad grew up in Brooklyn and my mom grew up in, in, in Manhattan in New York city and they moved here, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, I'm like first generation York, but that's, that's, you gotta be here for a long time to really, to, you know, so I'm, I, I still consider myself to be kind of a foreigner here. You know what I mean? So, so you're uh, a new Yorker. <laughs> it's twofold. Oh, jokes. It's twofold. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to be like, "Oh, my parents are from New York." I'm like, "Perfect, <laughs> nailed it." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. My roots are not deep here. I mean, it's basically, me and a portion of my parents. Yeah, you know. But there, there is definitely a worthy weekend excursion to York. There's plenty to see. Oh. Yeah, and then you go down, go down to the river. Uh, down, you can go down to, oh, oh, you know what else? Yeah, no, um, there's also a place down by the river in the summer. It's called Shanks Mare, and it's, it's like an outdoors, uh, they specialize like in kayaking and stand up paddle boarding. You can take classes, you can take tours, you can buy stuff. And they, they have a little ice cream shop there. They have a little ice cream place and it's right, it's right at long level, which is the, the flat expanse down by the river here, south of Wrightsville. And you, uh, it's right on the river. So you could, even if you don't do any kayak or anything, it's just a cool place. There's a park right there and there's a little uh, place where you can walk up and down the river. Just watch out for the geese. And um, <laughs> those things are evil. <laughs> All geese are evil. I don't care what people say. They're running up and down. They're pooping everywhere. But uh, other than that, it's, other than that, it's very, it's really nice. The, I mean, I love the, I love the river. I grew up going down there. Uh, my dad was really into boats and now I like to go, uh, I go down there a lot, you know. I, I usually go south now, down to the Holtwood area. Um, the Holtwood Gorge—that's another. That place is—it's uh, technically it's in Lancaster, mm -hmm. but you can access it from the York side. And near there yeah, is the, the Pinnacle. Place. What's that? Near there is the Pinnacle. Pinnacle's right across the river there. Yeah, there's and there's all kinds of uh, high points, the vistas. There's one called Yuri Outlook. Um, if you watch watch a bunch of my videos you'll see a lot of these places where i go you, you see what they look like you know without even going there so but yeah uh, there's a lot of stuff here and, yeah. and where would they stay for the weekend are there cool bed and breakfast or any places you're aware of um well i know there's bed and breakfast you i think the only one there is there is an old mansion in in uh Enixville. That used to be a bed and breakfast. It was owned by the local uh, millionaire, Matt, you know, the, the, the local the local bigwig who owned all the land. And it's called the Emig's Mansion. Now, I don't know if it's a bed and breakfast anymore. Um, I think it's, a, it's museum a museum now. House. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's a museum? I'm pretty sure. But it might it might be, maybe you can stay there. I can't. It used to be. Yeah, it used to be. That's the only one that I really know, uh, uh, really know of um, offhand. Uh but I know there's I know there's a lot of places here. You can go to a bed and breakfast site and you can check it out. I know you can down in that area. You can like swing a dead cat and hit a bed and breakfast pretty much. Oh, that poor cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's not alive. It's a dead cat. Oh, so. and, and, well, I'll throw this in there, too, which is something I think is interesting. You know, Lancaster County, it's it's Amish, right? A big part of Lancaster County is come, you know, they're driving buggies and they have those funny looking bikes, you know, Amish, Amish, Amish. Well, York County also has, uh, Amish, uh, they're down in the Southern part of York County. And what happened is in Lancaster County, 
the, uh, the land is really, really expensive. So um, in Southern York County, there's a bridge that connects the two. It's called the Normanwood Bridge, and it goes over the Holtwood Gorge. And what happened is the Amish people from down in that area by the bridge, they were like, this is too expensive. So they just started going over the bridge to Southern York County, where the land was significantly cheaper. And over the last 20 years, it's like, it's going gangbusters. So you can go down to that area in Southern York County, close to Norman Bridge, and just drive around, and you'll see tons of Amish, especially like, you know, in the, in the summer and spring, you'll see Amish uh, Amish people everywhere. I was, I saw Amish people kayaking in on Muddy Creek Gorge one day. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're everywhere. Uh, they, own, they own the farms, and they own little local businesses and stuff. So, you know, you don't, um, and it's not, it's not, built up there's no tourist industry around the amish in your county so you could almost say it's kind of like you're going to lancaster county you know 50 60 years ago this is what it was like but there are quite a few of them there's a lot of families down there now it's amazing to watch them work the fields like i've driven past just you know taking my kids for just a ride and we would go past the amish uh, farms and they like actually would ride like Clydesdales, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. with a plow underneath yeah, yeah. and stuff. It was like, oh, they're uh, they're plow skiing. That's cool. But <laughs> yeah, they have like a team of like six horses. Yeah, you can you can see all those all those kind of classic Amish images that people have in their heads. You can you can you can see that in in your county now as well. I mean, there's always been Amish people in your county, but in the last generation, last twenty years, it's it's really exploded. So. Um, and if you don't like the the touristic vibe, it gets a little. Some people don't like things that are too touristic, mm-hmm. or you know, and uh, it's more more laid back, I guess. There's not really any tourism surrounding them. You just drive by and you see them. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And and, oh, and yeah. uh, the Emig Mansion, you can still stay there. Yeah. Oh. So I was a so moron. It's, it's not a museum. I, I was like, that sounds familiar. I think it's a museum. It's not. <laughs> it's a bed and breakfast so sorry about that everyone um but yeah it's you should go look at the pictures because it's really cool looking oh yeah it's a i took a tour there once it's a beautiful uh, a beautiful place. uh you know that made that big hotel in downtown york they're actually renovating it uh what is it called it's like the biggest hotel in york it's been around for like 100 years um i don't know if it's done but they spent a couple million dollars renovating it as part of this whole downtown York revival. Somebody finally bought it. Um, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but you can stay there. And that's right. That's, and that's, that's located right in that, right in the district there where all that good stuff is. Um, the, uh, Wyndham the York, Garden. The Yorktown Hotel, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's that's on here. Here it is. The York- Yorktown Hotel? Yep. Yeah, Yorktown, there's a the, oh, there's cool. a restaurant and a bar, and then but you, you just walk right out, and then you're right in that you're right in that area where all the good stuff is. You can stay there. I mean, I've never stayed there myself, but I imagine it'll be pretty nice once they finish renovating it. And there's a high, mm-hmm. very highly rated place called Moonstone Manor. There we go. So <laughs> stay where you will, everyone. I've heard of that. I've heard. Just of that. report back to us. All right, so Mr. Brett Topo Ranger, uh, we'll have to let you go because we've talked a lot about stuff, and we're gonna hopefully talk to you again. So yeah, no problem. So um, why don't you plug all your stuff? I know you have YouTube and IG and whatever else. Yeah, check me out on uh, YouTube. Just look Topo Ranger. It's one one word: T O P O Ranger. 
if you search on on uh, YouTube, you'll find my channel there, and also on uh, uh, Instagram, topo underscore ranger. At Instagram, that's that's where you'll find my feed. Um, those are the only two platforms I really have now. I do have a website, but I don't really do anything with it. Um, I'm mainly focused on Instagram and YouTube, so definitely check those out and subscribe and follow. There you go. Yeah, if you want off the beaten path, he's your man. And hopefully, you know, if I can keep doing this for a little bit, I, I want to branch out a little bit, go a little farther. I have a, I have like a master list of all these places in Pennsylvania I want to go. But a lot of this, a lot of those things make more sense if I go out for two or three days and I bam, 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 I hit four or five places in one trip and then come back. I can't really do that now. I mean, so right. that's something I want to develop. So awesome. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we can collab in the wait. future and do something awesome. together at some point. And thank you for having me. This has been a really great experience. Oh, you're an amazing guest. This was so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely come back if you want me to. All right. Awesome. Well, we want you to. So boom. (laughs) All right. Well, every done deal. Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. Everyone listening. uh, We will see you later.